Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. My name is Richard, and I'm the podcast announcer. In his sermon, A Prayer Hearing God, Jonathan Edwards wrote, Hence we may learn how highly we are privileged, in that we have the highest revealed to us who is a God that heareth prayer. The podcast aims to exhort, encourage, and explore how to enjoy that privilege to the utmost. Edwards then also says, A God who delights in mercy and is rich unto all that call upon him. Join Fred as we unpack, as you groovy young people say these days, the nurturing of our growing, biblical, dynamic, and soul-satisfying communion with God Almighty. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. My name is Fred, and in this episode, it's kind of an exciting episode for me. It's going to be a mix of a devotional and then a place for new listeners to start. I think it's a great episode to kind of get the flavor of the podcast. It's also going to be a reinforcement of many of the things we have talked about during the podcast. Now, after this episode, we are going to look again at Jesus the Bible Teaches Prayer from Nehemiah. We are going to review some of the principles that we learned a week or a week and a half ago or so. And then we are going to go back to another, if you're new, start here episode on the reasons and the results of our prayer lives. Then we're going to go back to Jesus Teaches Prayer, and we are going to look at the passage in Matthew where he tells us to ask, seek, and knock. But for today, there are sometimes truths which are proclaimed, and our soul hears them, and it stuns us into meditation. Twice, specifically since we have started the podcast, there's two things that have hit me and moved me to this sort of meditation, this sort of musing on God's principles, on God's principles on prayer. And the first was from a sermon. We've talked about it a little bit. I already, I think we have, by Legan Duncan called Why Should We Pray? And in asking the question, why should we pray? He mentions that no biblical character ever asked that question. And that was stunning to me. And again, it moved me to meditation. And it can almost be seen as a rebuke. Now, Legan Duncan doesn't go that direction, but he might. And then even in the meditation of it, it just occurred to me, the Israelites, after 400 years of slavery, began to cry out in prayer. They didn't ask why, they just cried out in prayer. Joseph, at the end of all his trials, when he's let out of, out of prison, and he has a wife and has a couple of babies, he doesn't ask why, he just starts to praise God for the comfort that God brings in his new life. He rejoices in what God is doing. Stephen, in the New Testament, doesn't ask why he should be praying as the unbelievers are stoning him to death, but he cried out for their forgiveness. Myriads of other times the people call out in the scriptures because of their own needs, but never before had I heard in the most stark terms no biblical believer ever asked why pray. The next time I was stunned into that sort of meditation was just a few weeks ago 
while I was listening to a sermon by Martin Lloyd-Jones. The name of the sermon is Praying Always, and it's part of his Spiritual Depression series. In the culmination of the sermon, he said, Our Lord prayed not because he wanted things, but because he enjoyed speaking to the Father. Wow, that hit me like a ton of bricks. How simple, yet how true. And we've talked about that quite a bit over the last coming on to three years now. And the truth, that truth, drove me to my knees in thankfulness, enjoying communion, community we say these days, we might say holy community, with the Father, just for the joy of it, is wonderful. And if you'll remember back when we started this year, we mentioned that I was moving the thought, the reason, and the result of our emotional well-being, our sense of eternal life right here and right now, from a subordinate reason to pray to a chief reason to pray, Dr. Jones fit that completely. He reflects that in this sermon. And it moves all of our affections to love, joy, peace, contentment, our hearts, minds, and souls even, to experiencing eternal life right here and now. And he actually says that. We'll get to that as well. And that for me was the double wow. The serious, staid Martin Lloyd-Jones reflecting with great passion the joy, peace, excitement that fellowship with the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost bring to us. And I wanted to read some or summarize some of the things he said. And he's talking about the full armor of God. And he says every one of them, the pieces of the armor he's talking about, will remind me that I am a child of God and, and he is my father and I long to speak to him for the sake of speaking to him apart from anything else. And then this was the line that stunned me. Our Lord prayed, not just because he wanted things, but because he enjoyed speaking to the Father. And it is to this extent that we know that he is our Father, and that eternal life really means, remember John seventeen three, and this is eternal life, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. And then he says, we desire prayer more as we realize that in prayer we go into his presence to enjoy him, to know him, and to glorify him, and again, to enjoy him forever. And I would add to that, he doesn't say this part, but I would add to that from what we have talked about. We can know that eternal life right here and right now. Holy brothers and sisters, it may be backwards. But I encourage you, I abjure you, if the only motivation you have to begin your journey to a growing, biblical, dynamic, sincere prayer life is the zeal of knowing and enjoying the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost right now, then let that be the reason that moves you to prayer. We can meditate on our privilege of loving community with our Savior, our Heavenly Father, the comforter of our souls to apprehend e eternal life right now. That is abundant life. Beloved brethren, I commend us all over all the whole world, every place that listens to the podcast or will, 
by the mercies of the Father, that we can pray with Psalm 73, But as for me, the nearness of God is my good, and I have made Adonai Elohim my refuge. And Isaiah says that he is the stability of our hearts. To us, he's a wealth of salvation, wisdom, knowledge, and, this is mine, our communion with him, Yahweh, Jesus Christ, makes him our treasure. Enjoy, my brothers and sisters, that treasure. Seek him daily in Holy Communion.